0: Welcome to entering the transfer portal with your hosts, Brandon Shanahan and Tyler Sprinkle, where we search for a new college football team to cheer for. Join us on our journey while we search for a new college football home. Let's dive in. Here are Brandon and Tyler.
1: Welcome in to another episode of Entering the Transfer Portal Podcast, an awesome episode. Coming up today, we're, we're, we're getting through it. We're halfway through the regular season more than, um, and things are really starting to take shape, and we're, I think we're ready to, to take the next step in, in, in this project and, and narrow it down to, to a top five. But first of all, another awesome weekend in college football, I thought. Uh, Tyler, what were some of your big highlights?
0: Oklahoma State. Grinding it out against Texas was uh, was fun to watch. They really battled it back and uh, won that game. Um, Oregon over UCLA, they kind of put the whoop into them. Uh, I like watching Syracuse. They're a fun team to watch, even though of course Clemson came out on top because of course they did. That's kind of what they do. Um, but all around, it, it, was a, it was a pretty solid week for
1: college football. I do have to say I specifically watched um, the Clemson-Syracuse game just because I have a personal vendetta against Nick Wright, and I know he went to Syracuse. So I uh, was praying for, for them to not pull that off. Oh,
0: um, that seems really deep. So we don't have to get into it now, but maybe we can talk about that a little later.
1: <laughs> I mean, he he just hates the city of Denver and is trying to be like Skip Bayless, except he hates Nikola Jokic, which how do you hate Nikola Jokic? He's a seven-foot oh. Serbian king who likes horses more than he likes basketball and just a walking bucket. But Nick Wright trashes him every opportunity. You, you know what? You're right. We don't have to get into this. But, <laughs> but I was not upset to see Clemson win that game. Uh,
0: every time I watch a Clemson game, I think of... Uh... Jordan Shipley. And I don't know if they're related. Will Shipley, the receiver on uh, Clemson and Jordan Shipley, the wide receiver at Texas during the Colt McCoy McCoy era. Um, But that's what I always think about whenever I see Clemson play.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. You just were looking at me like you had no idea what the hell I was talking about. I mean, I don't think anybody's ever said those words together before. Are they related? Maybe. Probably. Let's see. But it's just a a weird connection to make. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. That's true. It is. It is pretty strange. I'm not going to lie. Oh, he's a running back. He's not even a wide receiver. I'm a dummy. Let's see. No, I don't believe so. No, I do not believe that they are related.
1: Anyways, (laughs) What about Jordan Shipley is so significant to you?
0: I don't know. I just, I remember, uh, it was like a few podcasts ago. We were talking about Texas, or not Texas, but Kansas and Missouri. Oh, yeah. And it just, it brings me back to the old culture ball. Oh, okay. I used to watch when I was a kid. That's the only significance there.
1: If conference relayment hadn't happened in the way that it did, do you think Nebraska would still be as bad as they are?
0: No, no. I think they're way so better. I, I think there were a way more suited team to play in the Big Twelve rather than the Big Ten. Um, I just think it just fits more of their style, and they're not fighting so hard with other. Like the Big Ten has like top tier schools, right? Mm-hmm. And you can say that about maybe two or three of schools in the Big Twelve, right? And I think that kind of does make a difference. Like, oh, come Nebraska in the Big Twelve, we have a real good shot of possibly making it to the Big Twelve championship game. While in the Big Ten, it's like, yeah, we'll be middle of the pack probably but you should still come here. It's kind of cool. So I don't think, um, I don't think that they would be this bad. No, I think it'd be better. Plus then you still have all those good rivals and stuff.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Plus then, I mean, you can still recruit Texas better. Yeah. and I mean, you can't recruit up in like Michigan and Ohio with any success the the way that you could in Texas. So yeah, yeah, I think so too. Although now, Ah, man. It's so tough to say because now with the Big Ten becoming, you know, the Supremacy con- Conference, it's kind of nice to be there. Yeah, and that's true. I, I see what you're saying there. But then it's like if that domino doesn't fall, do these dominoes fall? Who knows? Yeah. Who right. knows? So let's see. What else do we got? So my, so my big thing was I went to the TCU-Kansas State game, which was awesome. So TCU is only like a, an hour's drive away from where I'm at. So big uh, points for just proximity there. I will say the stadium atmosphere was probably a B. Mm-hmm. I, I went into it. I, I've been to to Boone Pickens, Boone Pickens for Bedlam. I've been to uh, uh, Iowa State Stadium when they played Texas. So I've seen like these top Big Twelve environments, and I was kind of expecting this to be that. And this was a night game, was a blackout. TCU's a top 10 team. Kansas State's top 20 team at that time. Exciting matchup. And I could feel that this was as awesome as it gets, but it it still kind of let me down slightly. Because I've been trying to put my finger on this all weekend. Have you ever been to a game where it's so loud your ears crackle? Mm -hmm. It didn't have that. Yeah. and, And it was awesome. And I mean, the student section was going nuts and it, you could feel that it was still a really big deal. But then I looked, the stadium only has 46,000 seats, which is like oh. 14,000, 15,000 less than Iowa state and Oklahoma state. So just by by sheer numbers, it's just, it is what it is. But other than that, it was awesome. Um, wish Adrian Martinez. I had a lot of weird feelings about Adrian Martinez. Um yeah. <laughs> I My mean, oddly enough, I tweeted more about Adrian Martinez during the game than I did the game itself. Because like it's just because it was so weird when he went out in that injury, and I was sitting next to some obnoxious K State fans, and they were sad that Adrian Martinez is not on the field. Like there was like a, a sense of fear that Adrian Martinez was on the field, and I've been hearing the last four years about how bad of a quarterback Adrian Martinez is, and it's just incredible to see. I compared it to like your ex-girlfriend after a really hard relationship. Nobody's fault that it didn't end, but it just didn't work out. And you see them with their new person who it is working out great with. And you see them getting to that potential that you thought that they'd get or that you'd get to experience with them. And you just don't. And it hurts a bit. Also preface, I listened to Taylor Swift the whole way there. So that might've had some impact there, but um, nonetheless, the, the game was great. The fans I was sitting next to weren't which made it even better because Kansas state went up 28, 10. they were just in my ear the whole time. Like there's K state fans behind me. K state fans in front of me. And they're dunking on me. I was <laughs> I hated that. And talking all this smack about how they're torching TCU with their backup quarterback. And then TCU goes and scores 28 unanswered points and just crickets the whole second half. And then of course, then they start crying. Cause, oh well, yeah. Yeah. You beat our backup quarterback. It's, Whatever. A win's a win. To win. The, the game was awesome. So that was huge. Um, Fort Worth was a nightmare to get out of, but I feel like that's just kind of part of the deal. Um, I, like you said, Oklahoma State beat Texas. Huge fan of that. Um, let's see. Arkansas came away with another big win. Kentucky pulled it out against Mississippi State. Um, how about Texas AM losing to South Carolina? Um well
0: like they, they might not make it
1: to a bowl game, Tyler.
0: Yeah, them and uh uh who's the other team I was looking at today that might not even make it. Um shoot, I can't remember who I was thinking that same thing about. Oh, Miami. Miami might not even make it to a bowl game.
1: I mean, I don't even know why we need to talk about Miami on this oh, show. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh man. No, that you're not wrong. I They got blown out by Duke. And That's, he hit the he hit the I'm breaking a oh, U over his fucking knee, dude. That, that was, was sick. That was incredible. I I I can't I can't even criticize that. Especially because I've watched Duke so much by Big by my Ten wrist. Yeah, just because of that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I mean especially watching so much of Big 12 football where the horn's down as a 15 yards mm-hmm. penalty. Oh, fantastic stuff. Um, probably the biggest surprise for me was Ole Miss blowing a big lead and getting blown out by LSU.
0: It seemed like everybody in the world knew that was going to happen except for like me and you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I mean, going to Baton Rouge is always hard no matter how good your team is, but it's just, it, it seemed like Ole Miss is having, like if you think like floor to ceiling, yeah. they're, way closer to their ceiling and LSU having a down here is way closer to their floor. So I would figure that big gap in the middle would, what would kind of counteract Baton Rouge, but evidently not.
0: Yeah. I was watching that game early and they went up to like 17 and seven.
1: Yeah. I looked at Um, at the score on my way into the game. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. I mean, Ole Miss is taking care of business.
0: So I turned it off and I was watching the Oklahoma state, Texas and Oregon UCLA game. And then, um, I don't know why, but I turn it back to the Ole Miss game and they're getting blown out. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It It happens so fast.
1: Oh, man. When it rains, it pours, I guess. I just hope that they can kind of keep that same energy as play Alabama this week.
0: You could always use another Alabama loss, let's be sure.
1: Yeah, especially because there's a surprising push. I mean, not really surprising, but there's, uh, there is a chance that three SEC teams get into the playoff, which makes me sick. Imagine that. Although, I think if Alabama has two losses and go, wins the SEC, you can't keep, keep them out.
0: No, can't. They beat the SEC
1: team. Yeah, rough stuff. Hopefully, um, Tennessee or Georgia have a couple of slip-ups. I don't think they will. It's, it's going to be rough. Especially because he's a really good team, man. I, really I think agree. so too. Very good. Is, is this the week that they play Georgia, or does Tennessee have a bye?
0: Uh, that is a good question. Uh, no, they play Kentucky,
1: I believe. Well, that's their yeah. next game. Well, that's Kentucky's next game, but Kentucky might have a bye.
0: Uh. Um, I thought I saw earlier. Yeah, they do play Tennessee. They do play Georgia this week. And then Georgia plays Florida. Yeah.
1: Oh, wait. Okay, no. Oh, it's not November yet.
0: No, Georgia plays Florida and Kentucky plays Tennessee.
1: Man, for some reason, I thought, I saw somewhere earlier in the year that Tennessee had to play Alabama and Georgia back-to-back.
0: And Ohio State, Penn State. Dude, what a week their first big test that would be fun to watch I'm sure they're going to blow them out but I'm sure
1: but if there's if there's any team that could do it I guess the the only shame is that since it's Fox's a, big game of the week it's going to be at 11 a.m. yeah
0: gosh how stupid I hate it and instead they had it last week against I don't even remember where they were playing. Minnesota.
1: Gross. Mighty Golden Gophers. So as we're wrapping things up, uh, we, we decided to rechange or kind of reformat the, the, the structure because we came into the season with a wide net. We're looking at a lot of different teams, seeing which ones excited us, which ones saw a lot of potential in. A lot of teams disappointed us like Miami. Um, Texas Tech was a big one too. Um, but we're, we're kind of starting to, to, to take shape and I wanted to focus in a bit more on some other teams here. So we're going to break down our final five, the only five teams that really matter going forward. We'll probably break it down to two or three after, uh, as we get closer to black Friday, but, uh, we're to start off just going one by one, starting with number five and working our way through, uh, through number one. So Tyler, who's your number fifth, number five team?
0: Right now, I have a newcomer for our final five. I have Penn State listed as number five. And the reasoning for that is, did you see the whiteout? I mean, come on. What? There isn't a more beautiful sight in college football than a Penn State whiteout. Yeah, they were playing Minnesota, but that place was still rocking. You love to see a good whiteout,
1: absolutely S tier college football environment. Because I mean, even when it's not a whiteout, it's one hundred ten thousand people. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm surprised that thing hasn't sunk into the ground yet. Insane. That's a good one. I, I I was certainly hesitant to put any Big Ten teams on the list coming into this. Like, I didn't want to actively root against our former team, but it does kind of feel like Penn State separated far enough along geologically. And uh, I mean, at this point they're playing in two different leagues pretty much, but it doesn't much matter. But so if they play tomorrow, who are you rooting for? I'm
0: not going to answer that. That's tough.
1: All right. <laughs> <My> number- <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I won't make it a- answer that, but my number five team is Florida there. And, and same thing with Ooh. my number four team here is I want, I want to like them. I want to be a Florida fan. They're a, a big brand in college football. They are in a recruiting hop they could get really good, really quick. And I think they're heading in the right direction. Like the same way that I see Tennessee pop off and have this incredible season where the stars align, you get the quarterback, right? Everything else just comes together and you know this feels like the year for Tennessee. I could absolutely see Florida having that year in the next two or three years. But they are number five because I just I haven't felt that juice yet. Like I, I loved watching them against Utah. I thought it was really fun watching them against Kentucky and Tennessee. But I you know, I'm I, I I hope they 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 work their way out this list, but that's where we're at right now. I don't hate that.
0: I like a swamp. I do. I do love their colors. Um, I don't hate that pick. Definitely don't. So my number four is another newcomer to my list this week. And it is the Oregon Ducks. Watching that game, last week, Oregon versus UCLA. You forget, oh, at least I forgot how cool all of their jersey combinations are, their uniform combinations are, which I love a good uniform combo, to be honest. The drip is unmatched. It's crazy. And um, I mean, they're always whipping out something new. You know, oh, we've never seen this one before. Of course not. We just have them all in a safe in our basement, just ready to whip them out anytime we can. Um, and then just that environment was awesome. Like seeing all those fans just super, super happy. Uh, they play like a really fun style of football, which I appreciate. Um, I do, I do like seeing Bo Nix good again because of how much flack he caught against or playing for Auburn. Um, I, know, I just, it's a likable team because they're never going to be that good to where everybody hates them. Right. But They're always, they're usually going to be a pretty solid team where they're not going to always break your heart.
1: Yeah. I, I think they got that, um, that sustainable formula where they have a floor of nine to 10 wins. And then once the stars align, then they could pop off for 11, 12 wins and really push the envelope there. The one thing that worries me about Oregon and, and why I think, we didn't put them on the list originally was I just don't know how they're going to fit into college football going forward. If, if they end up with the big 10, like I, I kind of think and hope that they will fantastic. They're the right in the thick of it. They can accomplish anything they want to. But if the big 10 closes its doors and the pac 12 is left with Oregon and Utah being the most prominent brands, I could see them fading off really quickly.
0: I I see what you're saying, but I I don't know. I think it has a lot of appeal. Winning those championships, right? I think that does have like draw a lot of appeal from these players. Um, Everybody wants to be a champion. Yeah, maybe you're not talking about college football national champion, but Pac-12 championship is pretty nice too.
1: You know, and I also think that since the Pac-12 faded off so harshly recently that we don't talk about their environments the same way that we do like a big 10 or or an sec, but they get after it out there like Oregon, Wisconsin, not Wisconsin, Oregon, Washington, even Wazoo gets fucking nuts. Like those schools, like they, they get after it, even though they're partying at midnight central time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They're they're still blessed though. They're still having fun.
1: You can't knock them for that. So my number four is also staying on the West coast. Um, same kind of, kind of boat with Florida. Like I, I I want to be a fan. I I want them to, to 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 win my heart, but they just haven't haven't done a whole lot to do that this year. And frankly, I don't think that they will this year. But again, I'm I'm holding out hope that they that they swoon me. It, it's USC. Um, same kind of, almost the exact same reasoning as Florida is that they're prominent football brand, recruiting hotbed you know of these five teams if i had to pick one or two teams that could win a national championship in the next 10 years those two are it uh, you know as much as i love the the three teams that i have above them and i love those teams it if they catch fire it it's going to be awesome and i I'll, I'll always root for them but i i don't know if they can ever be the team i don't know if they could ever win my final rose um, another tricky thing with the, both of these schools is proximity. Like I, they're on each coast. I'd have to get in a plane to see either of them. And, um, USC's environment is, is, is suspects. I, I've seen a lot of 11 or not 11 their time, but a lot of like early afternoon games where they just, they're not into it. So that's a a downside, but, and there's definitely a big gap between three and four, but those two teams, I I, I want them to to, to make me fall in love.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's kind of where, you know, my four and five are at. Like, uh, I want to love them. Um, They have all the things that can be lovable, but uh, right now they're just not fully there yet, but I expect that they can certainly bring that home at some point.
1: Um, and now before but, you reveal number three, mm-hmm. um, for me, there's a huge gap between three and four. Is that, is that where you're at? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty mighty gap. Um,
0: but I do like the prospect of uh, those other two teams possibly sneaking in there at some point. So my number three team Still Ole Miss. Ole Miss Baby. Come on, let's go. Yeah, they got kind of shit pumped on Saturday, right? But it's a fun game to watch. Ole Miss plays a fun game of football. Their players are pretty electric. It's I mean their uniforms are sick. Uh, there's just there's a lot to love about Ole Miss.
1: There is. Um, Are you... I guess this is a a, a very loaded question, but if Lane Kiffin decides to go back to the NFL, do you think you're still an Ole Miss fan tomorrow? See, I don't know that much about
0: Ole Miss yet to make an educated decision on that because who knows? Maybe they have the next guy in waiting already. Kind of like... When Brian Kelly left uh, Notre Dame, they already had their guy there. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a similar situation. But my my initial guess is, eh,
1: nah, probably not. Yeah, because I think of so much what is appealing to Ole Miss is Lane Kiffin. I mean, I think he's great on the field. He's awesome off the field. I mean, he's a character. I love him. let's see for number three. And frankly, at this stage in the game, you could probably put these three, three teams in, in any particular order, but um, the gap's huge. Um, If I had to pick one of these teams to, to commit to today, I I think I'd be very happy with any of them. Number three, I would probably have to say Oklahoma state. Um, And I think their fall in my rankings has more to do with another team's rise in my rankings And it feels like at some point I'm going to have to pick a a fork in the road, but Oklahoma state. Cause I mean, if you think about Oklahoma state just beat Texas, I went on a 10 minute rant last week about how I think about, I want to root for Oklahoma just because I hate Texas that much. You would think that that would propel Oklahoma state instead of uh, repel them. But I'm still so in love with with everything that they have going for them. And as I mentioned earlier, they're, crowd in that environment is is a tier in all of college football. It, it's electric, and that's certainly not, not something I'm taking lightly, but I do think that there are some limitations. Uh, they are four hours away from me, so proximity is going to be a, a big trend here. So still very excited about them, but yeah, I, I, I'm very excited about them.
0: They, they've fallen from grace in your eyes, but they have not from mine. So Oklahoma state, don't you worry. Hmm. So I just, I'm kind of flabbergasted that you just dropped it on me because last week we were both, here, you know, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I had just put put Oklahoma
1: State at number one first. man. And and, and here's the deal, like if I if you're like, hey this project's dumb, let's stop, let's just pick a team. (laughs) And you're like no, fuck you, Brandon, pick Oklahoma State. I'd be fucking stoked. I love (laughs) Oklahoma State. And I love the fact that they beat Texas. I love Mike Gundy. I love Spencer Sanders. I love Stillwater, Oklahoma. But I think that just has something to say with the two teams that I have above them and how they've grown so, so, so deep in me.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, well, my number two team is Tennessee. You're going to see on Saturday how great of a crowd it's going to be and you're going to see them dominate the, in my opinion, number one quarterback in next year's draft, Will Levis.
1: Do you think Bryson and and CJ Stroud are going to stick around another year? Is that that what you're telling me? Nope. Nope.
0: Nope. They're going to dominate. It's going to be an electric crowd. Who knows? Penn State messed around, lose the uh, or Oklahoma State. Oh my gosh, I can't even. I don't. You, that very off drunk. that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Ohio State might lose to Penn State, and uh, you know maybe Tennessee jumps up to number two. Maybe they take over the number one spot. Who knows? All right. It's going to be awesome. They're always a fun watch. And again, they carried off their field goal poles threw one in a river and took the other one to the bar. I mean, come on. Enough said.
1: They get after it. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to, I mean, I know I probably spent a total of like 45 minutes on this series bashing Tennessee, but a really good team. They're really fun to watch and their celebrity fan base is absolutely unmatched. I mean, you got all every country music star pretty much from from nashville peyton manning morgan wallen i mean you can't draw it up any better
0: yeah uh, and if, peyton, any
1: that. if peyton loves something so much who the fuck are you to to not love it to you know i i feel like and, and this would never happen but like if peyton manning just showed up to, to my door like a tennessee shirt i'm like oh fuck this project i'm done Roll fucking balls. Whatever the That's fuck good. a ball is.
0: Oh, dude, come on. You know what a ball is.
1: What is a ball? Let's talk. I. What what is a volunteer in the sense of this mascot?
0: It is. Um, I think I know what it is. Let me look it up, though. It has something to do with search and rescue, I believe. Um, but let me just double check that, just so I make sure that I don't sound stupid.
1: I would like to mention they do have a cute dog as her mascot, which is not the case for all schools that have dog mascots. Um, I've never seen a dog get booed harder than Texas A&M's dog when they showed her on the Jumbotron. Straight booing the dog. And I didn't even feel bad about it.
0: Okay, so I was wrong. And I'm glad I looked this up because it's actually cool. So the state of Tennessee... Had become known as the Volunteer State when a large number of volunteers fought in the War of 1812. By the start of the Mexican-American War in 1846, 30,000 Tennessee volunteers responded to the Secretary of War's call for 2,800, clinching the state's nickname.
1: That's okay, that goes that goes pretty hard. Yeah, pretty sweet. Like to withdraw my criticism, and also. I mean,
0: Rocky Top, top tier fight song in the world. Yeah,
1: it is a classic. I mean, there's just a lot to love. There's a lot to love. It's a lot of good points that you're throwing my way. Um, feels tough to to back that up, but my my new team and my top SEC school is, is Arkansas. Um, and and you could really flip-flop them in Oklahoma State, but I think if there is going to be an SEC team that's uh, as leading the way so far for me, it, it's still Arkansas. I think, you know, I think I'd be really happy as an Arkansas fan. I, I think they're going to win a lot of football games. Will they win any championships? That's still to be seen, but they got a good basketball team, good baseball team, good fan base. Fayetteville still gets after it. Still, just a, a day's drive for me. They play in Dallas every year. Just a a, a routinely good pick, I I would think. I, I think I'd have a nice, nice, happy life as an Arkansas fan.
0: And I agree. And they started so high off of my list, but because of that first episode and how. I was liking things about Arkansas. Kind of did Arkansas in because of how just annoying the things I was reading are
1: from Arkansas Twitter. Yeah, you see, I I would, and I mean, I I I might not be as as deep in a toxic hog TikTok or not TikTok Twitter (laughs) as you are, but like I thought that they were fairly. Pleasant. Now, granted, I feel like the big portion of any fan base on Twitter is going to be mostly toxic. Yes, but I felt cool. like for Arkansas, like it kind of felt like—I mean, this is going to sound harsh, but like a, a band of losers who are finally like dating the pretty girl and like starting to get some success—that like it, it seems like a very humble group to me. So
0: initially, that's how it started, um, but then as I kept reading more and more of those tweets. More and more started showing up. Thus began the oozing of the cesspool. And I already have enough toxic fan bases in my life. I don't need one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's where I'm at with
1: Arkansas. I, I could see that. But I, I also would counter back with, I, I feel like comparatively... Two other SEC schools, in particular, I would imagine. Like I was on Texas A&M Twitter for a few weeks when we were when we botched that one, um, and that was as bad as it gets. And I've been on Oklahoma Twitter, and they're toxic. And I've been on, you know, yeah. Miami Twitter has gotten bad. I, I I've seen some rough stuff from Oklahoma State Twitter, but. I just I just haven't had that experience and maybe that's just yeah. because so, so much of my Twitter feed is probably dictated by Will and Sydney, who we had on the podcast yeah they're delightful yeah. people so yeah, sure. I, maybe their Twitter feeds are just more pleasant and and that's inspiring mine but and it's also tough for me for them to be so toxic cause they had that rough skid where they lost three straight games yeah I, it got real quiet on the feed so I, that's just been my experience
0: yeah, and I, like you said, I'm sure every once you get down into it, I'm sure every fan base is a little like that at some point. Um, it just sucks that
1: they showed up so fast. Yeah. Kind of poison the water. It's now the big one. So if this project were to end today, you would be a fan of which school? You already know, baby. I already know.
0: Come on, Cowboys. Let's go Oklahoma State, baby. I mean, I don't, I don't even have to say it. We kind of talked about it a little yeah. bit ago. Go pokes. Your number three, my number one, I was – we had a conversation about hating Texas last week, right? You said you can't stand them. I said, you know, I don't really care for them, but I don't, I don't care about them as much as you hate them, right? I was rooting so hard. Oklahoma State last week. So hard. And that's what it's all about, baby.
1: That's what it's all about. I love it. I love it so much. Because that's what this whole thing is about. It's not just, oh, let's just pick the best team and cheer for them. But who do we get emotionally invested in? Who do we get fucking juiced if they win and sad as shit if they lose? Because how do you think it would have felt if Texas had pulled that off?
0: I would have been bombed because I would have had to come on here and – say some stuff that I don't mean about Oklahoma State but I think that's just being a fan you know
1: Yeah, part of the deal but they won they They're won the best team in the fucking
0: country come on baby
1: so I and, and piggybacking off that that brings me to, to my number one and for, for the same reasons we just discussed getting juiced when they win it's TCU roll fucking frogs ribbit 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 ribbit. Okay. I, they, you know, I didn't hear any ribbits, but it felt silly to me that they don't ribbit as a fan base. So I'm, I'm going to try to start that. If I, if, if I do, could,
0: if you could get that going, they would sh- surely move up in my top three.
1: You like? Could you imagine like being a a twenty year old starting quarterback going to Fort Worth, Texas, and you have forty six thousand people just fucking ribbiting at you? <laughs> I mean that, that that's how you make up for the for the capacity size. You just start riveting like a bunch of animals. That'd be kind of sick, I'm not gonna lie. But another thing special to this game is it broke a long, long skid of me going to sporting events where the team that I wanted lost. Mm, um, they almost been, did. They tried. They, they, they tried. All, it <laughs> got ugly for a little bit. Twenty-eight to ten to Kansas State. Their backup quarterback was torching the frogs. I had kansas state fans in front of me behind me just in my ear which also breeds the second part of what's important to me as a fan is hating schools and i hate (laughs) kansas state now they're on that list and just hearing them go from in my ear to crickets it it just gave me so much joy that i i can't not put them number one as much as i respect Oklahoma state and their environments and how much fun I had at the Arkansas game. I mean, be, being, surrounded by, by hog fans, it's just, it, it, it hits a bit different and they get proximity points because they're just an hour away. Um, their uniforms are, they go hard. Um, I, they're right up there with the same tier that Oklahoma state has where they, they had yeah. this classic look, but they, they spice it up with the Nike gear. Um, but I'm I'm excited down the stretch because obviously they're undefeated, and if the Big Twelve keeps shaping up how I think it's going to shape up, it's going to be TCU and Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve championship game, which sounds incredible.
0: That'll be a fun part two to watch, that's for sure. Because the first one was was pretty good too. Um, I was, but I, yeah. One last thing to note on that is I'm surprised that they are your number one, just because. You said that they had a B-tier atmosphere.
1: I guess B-tier. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll stick it with B-tier. But I was expecting, and just what I'm, what I'm accustomed to as far as gotcha. fan bases go, I, I was kind of expecting it to, to, to be a little rowdy. And I, I don't know if we were recording when I mentioned this, but like when you're in a stadium that's so loud and your ears crackle, mm-hmm. never had that. Yeah. And it was ratty. They got after it. It was a blackout. They gave me they gave me a towel. If you give me a nice. towel, it's uh, it's a huge win. <laughs> um also related, they didn't ever really use the towels, which oh. was a letdown, but also kind of are kind of just knocking them down a little bit. I, I mean, you know. can learn how to use a towel. <laughs> I I I feel like and it's it's such a new Fan base. I feel like it could really grow with time. Because they they've only been in the Big 12 for six or seven years. They, they, they've really oh, yeah. made... I forgot and about that. Even that first year of the playoff, they were, I think, like a, a few points away. A few points away from making the playoff. And if if Sonny Dykes is really the dude there that he's shown in year one, I mean, sky's the sky's the limit especially cuz yeah. we're talking about when Oklahoma and Texas leave and admittedly probably before they even leave the the, the face of the Big 12 is up for grabs like and and TCU could very well be in that mix and that's why I'm excited and you know hone in on these last few weeks with them in Oklahoma state um and seeing how how they shape up
0: yeah it'll be fun it'll be really fun i think that like I said, a part two to that that Oklahoma State TCU game would be an awesome championship game to watch.
1: I, I think I'd be disappointed with anything else. Yeah, I probably would be too. Because even then it didn't feel like it got Oklahoma State's best. It just feels like they kind of I know Spencer Sanders was hurt going into that game and it just feels like they kind of just ran out of gas. And that sucks, but get him, get him back in Dallas. And, uh, this, you see, and that's why I, I am praying for the sec's downfall. Cause if, because if three sec teams get in and then that fourth spot's going to go to Ohio state or, or Michigan, whoever ends up coming out of there, you could have an undefeated TCU team left out going to have a one-loss Oklahoma State team who just won the Big 12 championship after beating everybody on their schedule left out. I'm not going to change it because I'm, I'm a man of my word. And these are my rankings. <laughs> but I, I wish I would have put Oklahoma State ahead of Arkansas.
0: Hey, it's all right. There's always another week.
1: Yeah, there's always another week. There's always another week. I, Oklahoma State's playing Kansas State up next, who I, I knew, have a newfound hatred for. <laughs> I love Adrian Martinez. He's my guy. But I hope he takes another week to, to rest the leg. I want him to come back healthy so he can just sit, sit, sit the next one out.
0: Yeah, I have a, I have a couple big games coming up this week for my teams here. So
1: It's a huge um, week.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, us, we both have Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and then I have Tennessee – Kentucky at Tennessee and Ohio State at Penn State.
1: Kentucky could be sneaky.
0: Yeah, I know. I know they can, but I think that Tennessee is just too
1: good. I to mean, be to, to be dialed in to take care of Kentucky this week and then to take on Georgia next week. It's going to be a lot. That's tough. It's going to be a lot. Well, how but, big of a, a, a letdown would it be if Kentucky beat Tennessee? And just you, you – Go, going into this week, like just got to survive. And then s tier matchup next week,
0: I think that it, if they were to lose to Tennessee or not to Tennessee, but to Kentucky this week, and they went and beat Georgia the week after, I think it all kind of evens out in my mind.
1: I mean, they're still in control. I just feel like it takes a lot of juice out of next week.
0: And it, it certainly does but i think in my mind it almost adds more juice because then it's like you have to win team, you have to win it if you're tennessee
1: yeah you're right
0: i mean obviously you're going into it thinking oh we have to win this game anyways but it yeah. really turns up yeah, yeah. Knowing that uh, you have to win to make it anywhere in any kind of playoff
1: yeah, I'll walk that back because then you get a humbled and scrappy Tennessee team. Yep. Yeah.
0: But if they ended up losing to Kentucky and Georgia, then uh unfortunately with the way college football works, they're probably yep, done. See you more. later.
1: And I'm out yep. of here. Um I'd also I'd like to mention that Kentucky, not Kentucky, Mark Stoops was well, was almost on my list. It, it was between him and Florida. <laughs> Just in case he ends up somewhere that I like. Just
0: in case. Just you in case. Know. I mean,
1: he could end up at Wisconsin. Who knows?
0: Wisconsin's a good school. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too.
1: But I, you know, I mean, it's the Final Five, so I mean, it's too late. But if they did, if they did get after Tennessee. That would, it, it, it would make me really uh, think about what they what I did. And listen,
0: Kentucky's a good team. I know that but I think Tennessee's got it, man. I think they're,
1: they're good. I mean, I think, yeah, I think this would be a real good snapshot on how for real and, and deep Tennessee is. Cause it, it's, it's one thing to get after it and have the stars align and to, to really get after Alabama at home and a team like that at home, but to do that week in and week out. And, and that onslaught that is the sec and a vastly improving SEC East. It's huge. That is huge.
0: I might have to throw a couple racks on Tennessee.
1: That's not a bad move.
0: Give it to me, dude.
1: So let me ask you this. Would you rather? we got three options for you. Would you rather be all night games? Of course. At Bedlam, Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Tennessee and Georgia. And actually I'll leave that as a two thirty afternoon. I feel like that's peak SEC yeah. football. Mm-hmm. And then or a whiteout, Penn State, Ohio State. Fuck.
0: I would go Whiteout, Bedlam, Georgia, Tennessee. I think that's what I would have to do. I think that says a lot. It does, right? But there's more to this than that, Brandon. Don't you try to paint me in this fucking.
1: I box. know it, It's just you'd rather see your number five team than your number two team. Oh, fuck you! I mean, <laughs>
0: fuck you. It's just the app. Like it's a whiteout, dude. It's a whiteout.
1: But you're wide out. you could be seeing your your potential favorite team here.
0: Well, no, because okay, I can watch the game at two thirty, and then at seven o'clock I can watch the whiteout.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's cheeky, but I I left that door open for you. That's <laughs> on me. I'll eat that one. that that's a that's. What
0: about you? What would you
1: do? What would you watch? So let's see here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's hard. It is, it it is especially because. The thing that's... The biggest con for TCU is, is their atmosphere. Yeah. So, I... I mean,
0: people at Penn State certainly know how to wave around towels. That they do.
1: They, they, they get after their towels.
0: That's all the people do in that fucking state. Just wave around
1: towels. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to demote it to a B-minus, actually. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about it. Because... It, <laughs> Because it was a blackout, but it was probably only like seventy-five to eighty percent of people wearing black, mm-hmm. and like you, you, you had one job. Yeah, and I, I say seventy-five percent of TCU fans, obviously Kansas State fans would right. are, are just showing up wearing purple, and maybe that kind of skews the numbers a bit because I don't know who's who, but it just didn't like when you watch a blackout at Texas Tech, it does not look well, like yeah. Well, what no. they, what they did in Fort Worth, and you know maybe that's just part of building the the tradition there. But they're not there yet. Not there yet. Ty. Fuck.
0: Okay. So what would you? What what's your list right there?
1: Rank those three. The one the ones that I gave you. Yeah. Let's see. I think. I think it matters if Oklahoma State is my favorite team because I feel like. That game just has more juice to it with the rivalry aspect to it. So they're like one a probably if Oklahoma State's not my favorite team. I'm going to the whiteout. Yeah, if they are my favorite team, I'm watching them kick Oklahoma's teeth every time. Uh-huh. Um, and then Tennessee. Ah. But that's, that would be such...
0: So uh, I'm I'm kind of basing this off of this year, right? So Ohio State, Penn State, is going to be a way better game than Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is going to be because Oklahoma
1: fucking stinks. You see, but I think that's part of the fun is that you got to just kick the teeth in on your rival. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah. think that makes up for the gap. I, I think it all cancels out.
0: Uh, it's a, that one's a, that's a tough question.
1: I don't like it. Also, you did that to me. I mean, the college football fan, I mean, like Tennessee, Georgia might be the, the game of the year.
0: Yeah. And
1: it, it certainly could be.
0: I mean, if it's anything like the Alabama Tennessee game, then in for a
1: treat. I mean, and just the, the hype and the energy going into it. I might have to put that one up higher. I mean, they're all just so great.
0: They are very, yeah, very good I, games.
1: If we're looking at the scope of this year, I'm putting the white out last.
0: Damn, okay.
1: I mean, it, as electric as it is, it has, I think, the biggest possibility of not being a fun game to be at. That's true. I, and just, I didn't that, think about it like that, yeah. Ohio State's
0: just been fucking rolling people all year. I so mean... That's
1: a good point. Because I've been in those kind of environments where like, you, you get super juiced, you spend all day there, it's tailgating, and, and then the game starts, and it's awful. I miss most of what yeah. the last two years have been like as a college football fan, really. But hey, the first quarter, first half of the first quarter, would be sick. Unmatched. <laughs> unmatched, I mean. Oh, that's a tough one. So, and now we have our final five. You have Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Oregon, Penn State. I got TCU, Arkansas, Oklahoma State, USC, Florida. Who do you think in the next few weeks could make the biggest jump? What does a Tennessee or an Ole Miss or an Oregon or Penn State, what can they do to rival Oklahoma State on your list? So,
0: Unfortunately for Penn State, they already had their whiteout. So I guess aside from just kicking the absolute shit at Ohio State, not a whole lot they I can do. To to that. Um, oops, <laughs> get out of here, Siri. <laughs> and uh, um, I think Oregon, I think Oregon can really make a push for the final Oregon's looking like a really good football team. Final three spot. Yeah. Um, they're just fun to watch. Like I said, they just, the stadiums always look so cool. Their uniforms, as long as they don't, uh, start looking like dog shit, like they did against Georgia the first week. I think they have a good shot at finishing this thing out in the top three. Ole Miss is on the verge
1: of outside looking in. Yeah, they definitely have a couple of good opportunities to to get that juice back. I mean, they go to College Station, kick the teeth out of them, and they play Bama at home.
0: That's going to be a good game. Hope so. Actually, probably not. Alabama already lost
1: this year. They're not going to lose the
0: game.
1: I don't know. That's what they might want you to think. (laughs) You're probably right. But that would... I'd assume give them the the kind of juice that you're looking for. Yeah, for sure. And then what does it look like if Oklahoma state shits the bed the next couple of weeks, like they, they lose, they they lose a tough one on the road to Kansas state. And then they lose one of their next three games to Kansas, Iowa state, Oklahoma. Actually, I'm going to take out Oklahoma. That's a different game. They go one and two of the next three games. Does that, effect where they're at or I'm kind of at the point with
0: Oklahoma state, right. That they can really do no wrong. Unless I start seeing a bunch of just fucking bullshit on Twitter about their team and shit. Like I don't want to deal with that. So as long as I don't see anything like that, I think, I think it's their spots of, to lose right like i don't think that they can go too much higher but i also don't think they can go too much lower
1: yeah. so and, and that's another thing that i like to to to, to mention is that since i, I mean tc is a little bit different but dallas itself is just a, such a transplant heavy place now that like part of this community is on twitter like twitter is a big thing for me and like if i could have fun on yeah. twitter and interact with the community that way that's a huge huge w
0: I agree. Um, just don't want to. Like I said, we're coming from the fucking Nebraska Cornhuskers, where everything is everything's, everything's the world. a disaster. Yeah, and that too. And I don't want to deal with that again.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what why I like both of our lists, at least our, our top threes, is that it's a, it's a lot of losers who have figured out how to win. So it's a it's a lot of humble fan base. I, I feel like with like the Alabamas and the Oklahomas is that they they don't quite know how to lose. So when they do, it's a disaster and gets really toxic really quickly. Yeah. And that's no fun to be around. Let's see. I'll say it's, it it is really tough to envision a scenario where USC and Florida get enough juice to, to knock out one of those three. Um, I would say Arkansas is probably the easiest to, to to lose juice on, just because they they have two and a half games coming up that they should win. They should beat Auburn. They should beat Liberty, and uh, then they could LSU that half game. All right. So if they lose a mixture of, of two of those three games, that uh, it's going to be really hard to gather around. Um, and that would be the the kind of opening for probably usc specifically to to get some juice because if usc wins out they win 12 games win the Pac 12 they're knocking on the door of a playoff bid too and i think if i spend more time thinking about them playing minnesota in a snowstorm i think that goes well for them i think that's a funny sight to me to the point where i like it um Florida, I mean, Florida just has to win all of their games to really be interesting if they beat Georgia and Texas A&M and Florida State. If if Florida State's got any juice going in that Florida State game for me, I think that'll be a win. But um, TCU probably has a lot to lose because they're looking really good right now, of course, but the wheels could fall off for them at any moment. And and there's kind of a a sense on, on TCU Twitter that we're just enjoying it while we're here in this moment. Cause it could very well go away. It could very well get exposed. Um, Cause they were down 18 points to Kansas state. They were down double digits to, to Oklahoma state. So uh, that could fall apart at any time. And then they could miss out on the big 12 championship in, in general, but so they probably have, have the highest default, but if they could my big question about TCU coming into the season is, are they going to be a good football team? Because it, it Gary Patterson is no longer the coach, um, Sonny Dykes seems like the guy. But can you really win at TCU at a high level like you? Like Oklahoma State's proven that they can do. Like Arkansas is on a skyrocketing trajectory to do. But can they? Yeah, can, can they play good football? And so far they have, and that's why they're, they're on the list, and that's why they're number one. So that's kind of how what would I'm looking at these next few weeks.
0: Yeah, a lot to lose, a lot to gain. Be exciting down the stretch.
1: I'm juiced for it. Anything else you'd like to add while I have you here, Tyler?
0: No, I think I've said all I need to say.
1: Awesome. That's about where I'm at. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Former Husker Fan, posting updates about the podcast, and we'll be sharing new episodes and all that fun stuff because we do live on Twitter for better or for worse. That's right. and that wraps up another
0: episode of entering the transfer portal podcast subscribe like and share and make sure to never miss an episode till next time